Welcome to Post Acute Care Saves the World. If you're a home health, hospice, or in-home care provider, this podcast is for you. Tune in, get inspired, and together we can serve more seniors across the globe. So, are you ready to save the world? How do you retain your staff during difficult times? This is the year of retention. Hi, I'm Melanie Stover, one of the co-owners of Home Care Sales, and we're talking retention. Yes, staffing is a challenge, and we know it's going to be a challenge for a while. So while so many people are talking about recruiting, and I love recruiting, you should keep doing that. I think one of the things that we absolutely must focus on is retention. You have great staff. How do we feed, how do we keep them feeling the love of your agency? So here are some tips that we've done this year that has really made a difference with our staff, be it our clinicians, our office staff, of course, our sales and marketing teams. Let's talk a few uh, tips about how to really leverage retention. So the first thing is obvious. Everyone says pay. Do we have competitive pay? And I will share with you that, yes, it matters. Um, most people will, I mean, obviously they care about how much they get paid. And when they're leaving, they will cite, oh, I'm leaving because I'm getting more money. But is that the truth? It, it's an easy thing to say, and it saves a lot of face, but I would submit to you that they're probably leaving a manager or an environment. That's what the research says. So think about that. Yes, you want to be competitive with your pay, but what can you do to add value besides paying? I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? Is that we've got to add value to our um, offering so that we can continue to care for patients and care for them a long time. And the best way to do that is have clinicians who stay a long time. And I tell my marketers all the time, what are we selling? We're selling those clinicians. So if we don't have caregivers, we have nothing to sell. So consequently, be part of the solution in your retention program at your agency if you are a marketer. If you're an owner, think about that. Obviously, you got to get your salary and benefits right. Um, I would like to also share with you that people want to be heard and validated. So listen to your team members, listen to your staff, do surveys. Recently, one of our clients who's doing a big retention program, uh, just did a survey and found out some really interesting things. Now, they were negative, but let me share with you, they were the um, administrator of that office needed to hear them because it was about a supervisor who uh, consistently was getting some feedback in these surveys. So get the feedback so you can get honest, open communication and address it make make them be heard and then act on some of those uh, feed and some of that feedback. The second thing um, or the third thing I want to share with you is create leaders, not bosses, right? And nobody wants to be told what to do. We all want to empower our team to be critical thinkers. 
So how are you doing that? Are you providing them with continuing education? Invest in your employees' future. And we do that through skill development. One of the things that I tell, uh, ask our sales reps to do is show me their calendar. If there is not an hour blocked out each week for skill development, I know they're not a student of the game. Are they really investing in their future? So is it for us, obviously it'd be like sales and marketing tactics, how to develop rapport. Um, I want them to continue to sharpen their skills. Same with our uh, clinicians. Are you investing in them? Is there some type of training that they would like to participate in in order to, um, in order to better themselves? The other thing that we talk about is making them proud to work for you. What are you doing? Are you a values match? I know many of my clients right now are defining their values, putting it right on their email signatures, saying, what do they stand for? Are they compassionate, integrity? What is it? What, it, what do you stand for? And have you articulated that? I would also like to share with you, many of our clients are offering, offering uh, their clinicians to do volunteer activities and get paid for them. So allowing them uh, so many hours, a pay period or a month to participate in some type of giving back to the community. How are you deepening that relationship with them beyond productivity? We know productivity is important because we've got to get revenue. We've got to get patients served or clients served. And I recognize as a business owner, I need to have revenue in order to pay my bills and pay my payroll. I also recognize that people will stay with you longer when they feel deeply connected to you and your mission. So tell them and tell them often that mail, email signature line is a great place to remind them every day of what you stand for. Recruiting and retention is such a big part of what we do. We at Home Care Sales have developed a recruiting and retention program, and we invite you to check it out. Click below and learn more about our recruiting and retention program so that you can continue to grow through retaining your top talent at your agency. Thanks for joining me in this video. We look forward to seeing you next time, and together we grow. I just let go of my rep. What do I do now? That's a question we get a lot from owners. And I will share with you, you got to take a minute. And you got to figure out what didn't work. Why did they potentially leave you? And sometimes it's a matter of reflecting in yourself. Is there, did I do anything wrong with the rep, right? Did I have the right expectations that I have smart goals for them. You know, whenever possible, do an exit interview with the employee that you have to let go. That's not just cutting it in sales and find out what they feel was the cause for them not being able to hit their goals. And then take a step and look at were the goals attainable. You know, I had a client who was a brand new startup in a market that um, they put an expectation that by the end of 60 days, a rep would deliver 20 Medicare referrals. Um, or 20 Medicare admissions, I should say. And the expectation may not have been reasonable because the market data in that area showed that only 70% 70 of the seniors in that territory were in Medicare Advantage plans. So is that really a fair expectation in a brand new company who doesn't have any brand awareness? 
So again, look to see where your expectations real. And if they are realistic, reflect back on your goals, making sure that you gave them all the tools that they absolutely needed. Like for example, do you have the right person at intake? So if they brought in a referral and that, that, that phone at intake rings, is Roz from Munsters Inc. potentially answering that call with a miserable voice and a bad attitude? Because if that's the case, that's also going to impact your department, your sales reps department success. Um, in addition, making sure, did you give them business cards? Do they have the right flyers? Do they have a reason to see people? Do they have a sales process that they're following over and over again to make sure that they're doing the right things to get referrals in the door? Um, personality, work ethic, meaning do they have the ability to do 40 to 50 sales calls a week? You know, that's really a question that you have to ask yourself. And then the most important thing is hire again. Find somebody quickly because the moment that you don't have somebody out representing you in the community, that is the second that you're going to start to lose market share. So, and if you're finding it difficult to manage your reps, don't worry. We can do that. We've got our own sales management program at a very reasonable cost. So let us take care of that for you. I don't know how to get into the hospital. It's not my fault they don't want to work with us anymore. I've been seeing every doctor on my route, and they simply are not referring. I give up. Let's face it, hearing excuses from reps, even when they're valid, is a drag. You, like most owners we meet, need to be able to trust your marketers and liaisons to bring in referrals without feeling like you need to solve all their issues. The biggest problem is that most reps are approaching their referral sources without a strategy or, unfortunately, with a failed or weak strategy based on tactics that simply don't work anymore. There is good news though. You don't have to continue using failed tactics. With the roadmap to referrals, you'll be able to give your team a weekly strategy covering all 52 weeks of the year. They will gain tools to know how to talk about diagnosis, even if they're not clinical a monthly video training that will give them the very words to say to drive referrals, and there's even voicemail and email scripts to ensure you can continue accessing referrals even when you're forced to do so from a distance. You started this business to serve seniors, to let them live happily in their homes, so let us help you do just that. Email mike at homecaresales.com with the subject line podcast to not only receive a quick start bonus, but also set up a quick consultation where our own Mike Mashuko will show you how the system will remove those excuses and boost that census. Again, email Mike at homecaresales.com with the subject line podcast to unlock your bonus and put your company on the roadmap to referrals. I'm an in-home care provider. Can you tell me a good way to build a relationship with our Medicare home health counterparts? Having been on both sides of this as a marketer and a manager, what I know is that we don't actually know a lot about each other. So as you think, if you're in home care and you think, well, gosh, Medicare certified home health should know how to refer to us, guess what? We don't. I tell the story all the time as an occupational therapist, not one time in my clinical life when I was actually treating patients in the home for a Medicare certified home health, did I refer to in-home care private duty? Never. It makes me so sad. So recognize that your Medicare certified home health folks 
probably don't know about you. Now they think they do, but they don't. So where do we start? The first thing I would ask you to do is get with your Medicare certified home health marketing rep. They know the ins and outs of the agency. They also know who is really driving those referrals. Who should you go see? Should it be a case manager, the DON? Maybe it's the field nurses. You won't know until you ask. And marketers also look at you as a reciprocal referral source. That means that that marketer is looking at you thinking, gosh, all those clients that she has on case on, on caseload at her in-home care, private duty, probably could benefit from Medicare certified home health. So they're going to take that meeting. That's your first step to building that bridge to that Medicare certified home health agency. We talk about this all the time because if Medicare certified home health is not one of your top referral sources, then you're missing the boat. You need to make sure that you join us and get some education on how to move forward with your Medicare certified home health agency and get more referrals.